are the tastemakers. Aight, aight. Let tomorrow tell the stories that we make tonight. For the movers and shakers. For the new tastemakers. Somaliers came out to play. Classics in the current day. For the movers and shakers. For the new tastemakers. I'm like, who is that? We live. We here. What up, y'all? We back. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, the internet, you know, things happen. Technical mm-hmm. issues. And uh, either way, we are back live. This is Tastemakers Pod. Of course, that's your girl, Kiera. That's Light Skin Corey. That's Brenda. They call me, quote, appreciate Kiera standing in for um, Trisha this week. And again, Kiera! appreciate Charles standing in for me last week. Um, so that is what it is. Um, I guess we'll pick up where we left off. I think Brenda, you might have been the only one that we hadn't asked about how your week went. So, uh, <laughs> how was your week? You've been busy. Busy. What <laughs> 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 you got to say? Um, yeah, it's just I don't know. I don't know. It's just this entire day has just been crazy. I feel like I've been fixing Felicia all day. Mm. It's just been crazy. Um, but yeah. <laughs> We're back on. I'm just deal with whatever happens, and yeah, yeah you definitely fix the Felicia right there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that is definitely the hand. Trying to give this, uh, some time for the joints to breathe and for everybody to be able to get back yeah. in here. Um, but, um, but yeah. So, I said I already mentioned that I had been gone for a week. I had a great time too. Like, I mean, I had a great time. I mean, what three or four days in D.C., Maryland. It was it was a good time, you know. Did you eat good while you was out there? I ate good while I was out there and went Where'd to the National Harbor a little bit. Um, I stayed in Wardorf, um, at the Hampton Inn in Wardorf. I was gonna stay in National Harbor, but them prices, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like I could stay in National Harbor or I could do in Wardorf and spend about a hundred dollars less a night. You go to MGM. You know? I passed by MGM. <laughs> saw, saw Jamie Foxx on the side of that train. It kept it moving. You know nah, I mean? MGM is dope. You got to go through. Oh, yeah, no. We was at the Gaylord a little bit. So I was uh, over there okay. at the Gaylord a little bit while I was out there. But um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else right off just happened. Uh, just, um, just like I said, a chance to see, uh, you know, it's just funny how many, like, how many it's crazy like i wonder like how many mega mega churches are there in the world in the in this in the country how many how many mega church when i say mega mega like a mega church is literally over two thousand people but oh. to me a mega mega is like five six thousand plus so let's see that's the potter's house that's mm-hmm. you don't know all of them here that's what I'm saying. You couldn't name them all. That's what I'm saying. That's the part. I know, well, I'm gonna name the ones I know. You I'm know, just, like I'm just, I'm just saying. I need statistics. I need. I need a, a good Google. I don't think Google like how many mega churches are Google there. There's a lot. There's yeah. thousands. It's it's, it's thousands. a lot of them things. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um. Yeah. I'm, let me see what Google had to say. But um, my get- point is, mega churches. Um. They he literally be changing. Hey, um, huh? I'm saying hey to JR Psalms. Charles said, Are we good? We good. Oh, yeah. Are we good? JR Psalms. Charles, appreciate y'all getting back in. So, Google says there are approximately 1,500 mega churches 
in the United States. That's About it. 10,000 or more people. The United States has more than 1,500 megachurches. That's what it says. Mm-hmm. It's got to be more than 1,500. It's 1,500 in Atlanta. Not megachurches. Mega it's 1,500 churches in Atlanta. Right. We ain't talking just churches, Goss. We're talking megachurches. Like over 10,000 megachurches. I know. You know how many megachurches in Atlanta? It's a lot. I live in Atlanta. Ain't that many megas out here, mister? All right. Atlanta, Texas, all them big old southern Texas states. Texas probably has a more, more <laughs> Texas than probably has a few yeah. of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Charles said at least two a state, about six in every major city, it seems. Mm-hmm. I know, yeah, the, I know all the ones in New York. How many in New York would you say? You said you know all the ones in New York. There's Floyd Flakes Church in Queens. There's Hezekiah Walker's Church in Brooklyn. Oh, he's in Queens? I thought he was in Maryland. Floyd Flakes. Nah, he's in Queens. Oh, all right. So it's Floyd Flakes Church in Queens. It's Hezekiah Walker's Church in Brooklyn. It's also Brooklyn Tab. Brooklyn Tab is a mega church, and they got Tab. money, yeah. money. Like they got marble yeah. floor money. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, and so there's Brooklyn Queens, Staten Island. Don't got a church because Staten Island about this big. Um, nah, you you forgot the boy in Brooklyn. Who? The boy, uh, Ar Bernard. Yeah. His church is actually not as big as you think it is. I've been there before. What? CCC? CCC it's is not? maybe like a 2,500 member church. It's not big. No, bro. But, but listen, 2,500 is a technically it's bigger than 10,000 or more. No, 2,000 or more is a member oh, church. Oh, well, then that's more. Then there's a lot of churches out there like that. Shoot. So Allen AME Cathedral has a chi- a kids version, a kids church called Shekinah, and Shekinah is 2,000 deep. They that's why church. I said there's a thousand only in Atlanta. Oh, okay. You think there's a thousand mega ch- churches in Atlanta, though? I don't yes. All right. So there's how many people in Atlanta? I'm trying yeah, to think yeah, of all yeah. the big churches. But anyway, my, there's my probably point multiple is, campuses. The point of, of of uh, of doing that is like, yo, mega churches, low key. I mean, I hate to think of it in this manner, but just let it know what, what it is. Mega churches, low key, is generational wealth. It's just generational wealth. I mean, it really is. It depends. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> it depends are on you, what? Are your trustees managing the money appropriately? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Generational wealth for who, though? The, the, the pastor's children. For the pastor and the pastor's family and the children, whether it's, oh, gotcha. whether it's their brothers, sisters-in-laws, their kids, their nieces, nephews, all that, all of that. Depends how you carry it too, because I feel like Hill City is not. I feel like my church is a mega church, but we're not looking at it like it's generational wealth for Wags's kids and stuff. I mean, well, I I think I mean, and you know, there's just a difference between black people and white people, no matter what y'all say or do or whatever whatever case may be. There's just a difference, right? There's a difference. So there, uh, we're still trying to find. We we don't have many <laughs> options for general regional wealth like maybe some others might. Like, what is this, a jump shot or a dope 16? You know what I mean? Like, you know, we don't have as many options. So this this literally is an option, per se, for some. Gotcha. You can't, um, but you can't you can't discount the fact that there are many factors that, that trickle down into why things are the way that they are. Like, it's not just like because we ain't got it. It's because we've been. Well, no, no, no. You know, I know. You know, you know. I preach that to the. I'm with you 100. I preach that to the cows come home. There's many things as to why not. Um, Charles said, if there's two, 2K is the bar. He's saying he can name 20 in LA off top. 
Mm-hmm. Now, L.A. is different, though, because L.A. is L.A., right? But if he can name 20 in L.A. Then, I'm trying um, to tell you. But that's thought- 20. We said 1,500, Goss. We and said is- 20 in L.A. L.A. My is name- a major city. But that's only 20 that he knows about. That means there's more than 20 in L.A. And that means yeah, let's say there's 50 Goss is trying in to LA. say that 1,500 is off. That and that's mean there's more than 100 in Atlanta. And there's more than 100 and 500 in Texas. And we're, there's more than that in California. Like, it's just so many, bro. Yeah. Maybe. If 200, I mean, I don't know. 2,000 doesn't feel like mega to me. I mean, I went to a high school with 2,000 kids. 2,000 don't feel like mega to me. No, no, I'm not saying. I'm saying that's what they that's what they they term mega church as. It's um, 2K. That's what they term it as. It's way more than 1,500. But once cats get to 5K, 8K, it's... It's, yeah. it's gone. Once cats start it's, having it's, celebrity it's, congregants, it's, it's, it's different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, I guess that's what I noticed in the Spirit of Faith last week. You know, I mean, you got Kim Burrell on stage. You got Tim Bowman, which Tim Bowman is really just low-key Dietrich Hatton. That's what I learned this weekend. I was like, yo, this dude got all of Dietrich's mannerisms. <laughs> wow. Like, for real, for real. They really do. I, I mean, Dietrich, I mean, no, no shade. I, but Dietrich is like top tier. So the fact that you could just tell when somebody maybe was raised up on somebody, which is mm-hmm. kind of cool. You know what I mean? Preachers don't be rocking. They with tried Dietrich. to make Dietrich. Dietrich. That's gonna be funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they don't. I mean, you know, with good reason. There's, there's reason. We have reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yes. Yeah, so, so Bowman ends up being the Dietrich without the drama. So it's actually kind of refreshing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, how do you feel about your pastor doing videos, like doing movies, and he's like doing threesomes in movies? <laughs> That'd be funny. Before oh. that joint. Before, oh, even before that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, oh, Hattie. You haven't seen this latest Hattie movie? In a movie with three chicks, and they all, t- they all collectively have on a shirt. It's a fact. <laughs> collectively mm-hmm. have on a shirt. It's a fact. Um. Hold on, Charles. Top tier? What? What did I say? I, you gotta let me know what I'm talking about. What happened there? You said but, Dietrich um, top tier. Dietrich is a top tier gospel artist, guys. No matter what your your feelings towards Dietrich are, no matter how Dietrich be, Dietrich is callings are without tier. repentance. No, there's I don't no think he's top tier. He's not no huh? Tampa man. He's not no Kirk Franklin. That's I top would say tier. His album count, his awards. His preacher of LA, his different things of that nature. I put yeah. that. I think, I think from a popularity standpoint, that puts him up there. He's not coming to Richmond and doing seats. He's not coming to Virginia Beach. And not now, seats. but in his day, no, he was. In he was that guy. Mm-hmm. He was absolutely that yeah. guy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah, his I day, he was it. that guy. Everybody he was that guy. Charles said D Hattie is B list. He is I, I, now. But you Charles, you can't say that he is not he's never ever been an A-lister. No, he hasn't around. That's not true. I promise y'all that's not true. So you're telling me that he was on Kirk Franklin status at, at, at a point in time. Yes. Yeah. They, they literally call, when he when came did you out. Get saved, Corey? When, let's, when let's, Chain let's Breakers came out, they literally, they literally called him the next Kirk Franklin. That was his post. He but he never got the there. But he never got there. Dietrich Haddon was never on Joy Fest. Joy Fest has all the top tier talent. You're trying to tell me that Dietrich was up there with Ty, with Fred, with Kurt. Y'all are bugging. No. No, no, no. Yep. Yep. Yes. 
they were all the same cohort at one point. At one yeah. point, you could lump them all into one Charles genre. Said, so was Ray J. They all A-list? have music no, no, at the Ray same J's time. Been... No, y'all are so, so low key. So listen, we can say Ray J is an A list, and really Ray J is an A list, <clears> right? But Ray J has made so many things popping that I might I might sneak him in the back door of the A list because listen. There is no Kardashians without Ray J. Okay? How much money has Ray J afforded the Kardashians? Low-key, people don't recognize this, Breakfast Club didn't really get its spark until Ray J. Ray J Breakfast Club for real, for real on the map. And Breakfast and, and Charlemagne then will admit that. I'm talking They'll about admit DJ it. Gattin. They'll tell you. I'm talking about DJ they will Gattin. tell you. I don't care about Ray J. Well, we I'm talking about Dietrich. Well, Y'all trying to tell me Dietrich was the top tier gospel artist? Hey, t- Tasha he put was. Dietrich he was really definitely was. bigger than when Ty. he was living when he was with Demita. Yeah, we, when, I'm talking about Demita. Demita when he was with Demita, he was with Demita. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's why him and Demita yeah. were able to put out albums around the same time, and they both were hitting. They were. They were. They were, they were there. And then Dietrich decided he wanted to. It's not happening, bruh. He no. got that conk in his hand. He lost it. Fam, if that was the case, there there would be no conversation of now and then. It would still be he still be around if he was a top tier. Like like all the top tier cats are still around and can still do tickets and can still sell numbers. So there is no conversation if you can't do that. Marvin still selling tickets. Fred still selling tickets. Ty, Kurt. Still selling tickets. That's the reason why he no longer sells tickets is because nobody wants to be associated with him because of the things he has done. No, 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 and, and he don't understand mm-hmm. all the people he just named don't Kirk's be selling a lot tickets of like that no more. Kirk ain't Fred Hammond, Israel Holton, and uh Hezekiah Walker baby, just did like. a tour. <laughs> they sold no tickets. Like <laughs> ticket, nobody's going to shows like that right now. Like it's not even Yes, they are. Oh, what you mean? Well, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, this particular with. tour did not pop. People did not buy tickets. But I'm saying long, not longevity. I'm saying um, catalog, and as far as where you are in rank and how much you get paid, like Dietrich was never that guy. Like he was B list for sure, but he he never got past B list to me. Dietrich was not like I'm not putting. Dietrich I'm not putting Dietrich for the majority of his career. I do believe he was a B-lister for the majority of his career. All of his career. There was a season where he was most definitely an A-lister. For one week? (laughs) When his album came out for one week? (laughs) Listen, listen, I haven't even properly introduced the topics of the show or nothing like that. Like I I said, being gone for a week, like I said, it's really hard. It's so hard to get back in the flow of things. Uh, but anyway, appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Y'all know how we do it. It's Taste Makers Pod. Uh, Taste Makers Pod. Uh, we'll go. get he back, back into... Um, <laughs> hey, I'm, he y- back. Y'all know what I'm going to do. I'm, y'all, hey, hey. Wording is hard again. Yeah. Y'all know what we do. Um, listen, we're going to talk about your man, Whitehead. I can't even call him Bishop. We're going to talk about Whitehead because he's at it again. We're going to talk about NyQuil marinated chicken. We're going to talk about your man, Brett Favre, and what he's doing. And then, of course, we'll talk about Juanita as well. Oh, before we get into all that, y'all know how we do it. It's the meme of the week. Let's go ahead and get into it. Mm. 
All right. <clears throat> this one's Corey's. When artists redo Maverick City songs for the radio, it'd be the whitest of whites. All day, every day. <laughs> they make that joint sound. Yo, so is Cats cool. really doing redos of Maverick City? Yes. K-Love is full of it. Really? They won't play Maverick City. They'll play the redos. The, uh, no, the they'll covers. play both. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It, really? it, they play both, yeah. So, yeah. it just be like that huh. sometimes. Oh, that's dope. Okay, okay. No, it's not dope. Yo, listen. Um, Jordan Armstrong is literally just like... Jordan Armstrong is literally just liking a post and saying that it's dope from something that we did back in... When was this? In March. <laughs> What? I'm like, and he just liked it and said and commented like 12 seconds ago. <laughs> like, thanks, Jordan. Appreciate you. <laughs> wow. Anyway, um, Tasha said Maverick City is already a redo. What's the next meme? <laughs> uh, this one yeah, this is Kiers. Females be doing 90 miles an hour, blasting music, throwing up gang signs just to go to Target. That's a I am females. Females is me. Yeah. <laughs> I am females. Females is me. That's, That's a fact. They definitely do. Yep. When I pull up to my girl's school, I be blasting Tupac. Like, when I pull up to the school and I got to pick her up, like, when she do after school stuff, she already know I'm out there. She goes, well, you hear, like, through the door. See my I car door. I'll be blasting Pog. So that's how she knows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, Tasha's in agreement with you there. What's the next one we got? This one is mine. Uh, somebody just threw a jar of mayonnaise at me. I was like, what the <laughs> hell, man? <laughs> Why is that so funny? <laughs> That is funny. It's like <laughs> hilariously oh, corny. It's it's a dad joke. Listen, it is, it is. Dad dad joke. Joke but it was joke. still funny. I I will definitely be saying this to somebody <laughs> within the next week. Like, yeah, that's what the hell, man. <laughs> I hate y'all. Uh, sorry, I don't oh, know why it's so great. funny. That's hilarious. This is great. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I I and the last meme of the week. And I had to be all along with it too. Pause. Hey yo. Oh buddy leaving food out. <laughs> really? That chef guy? Mm-hmm. Little piece of cheese. I'm messing with it. The guy who's always chasing us and I'm trying to kill us. <laughs> My boy done turned a leaf. <laughs> we up. We up. Where'd he leave it at? He put in a little box. It's just a little box in the corner. It's like a little dimly lit restaurant. Pretty pretty good touches. <coughs> this is spicy cheese. This must be Chipotle. A dark box Chipotle. restaurant. Yep. Order up. <coughs> Y'all gonna miss out. Uh nah, we we are we good. We good. <coughs> what the <Dang. coughs> Oh, it's what not the... good. Oh, it's looking great. Oh, it's great. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> that joint always hits. That would be. Yo. I remember that joint. Wow. <laughs> Have you seen the real one? We up. <laughs> I ain't seen the real one. Nah. Okay. Uh, Patrick uh, from the. Uh, so hold on. So it's a it's a skit from where? Who did Patrick what? Patrick huh? Cloud, right? 
Patrick Cloud, yeah, he did it. It was Patrick. That's Patrick Cloud. Okay, voice. somebody send me the link to the real one. It's hilarious. Somebody send me the link to the real one. The real one was OD. I got my number. Yeah, link, link, yeah, send me a link to the joint. I was like, what's going on with these we mics up. here? This is I'm messing with it. That we up. I mess with it. <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you do. I dimly lit. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah, Brett. Uh, so yeah, we, okay. So we'll see how this work out. Um, as we back to having technical difficulties again. So I'm acknowledge the chat, but we probably won't be able to bring y'all on screen because technical difficulties. So I'm having such bad allergies. Sorry. Your boy in New York, I can't call him a bishop, but Kira, <laughs> talk to him a little bit. What's going on with your man Whitehead? <clears throat> so That's Lamar Whitehead. Kira's folk. Mr. Lamar. First of all, New York, New York. Listen, <laughs> Lamar Whitehead. <laughs> is at it again. Okay. <laughs> um, it is reported that he had an incident at his church recently. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. They know allegedly we saw it oh, on camera. <laughs> allegedly on camera in front of everyone in multiple angles. He had an incident at his church uh, last this this Sunday. Yeah, recently, like a couple days ago. Um, so let's let's just let's go to the tape. Take the pitches. Take the pitches. Take the pitches. Go over here. Go over here. Grab her. Grab her out. Grab her out. Now you're going to grab her out. 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 Not the directions. I pulled directions when I'm there. On the ticket tacky. Press whatever charge you want. Listen. Listen, y'all. Hey, Amen. Freeway is that way, y'all. Hey, Amen. <laughs> You're not gonna come in my space. Freeway. I feel threatened. Hey, Amen. Feel threatened. Charles. Charles. This dude has to go. Charles. Like he's got to go, right? Like this. Yo. This cannot continue. So the first time I ever count encountered Lamar Whitehead was maybe in 2020 or 2021. I so for those who don't know, I'm a virtual admin. I worked with. I work with different businesses to kind of do the virtual admin thing. You said that already? I didn't say it at the top. First of all, I was talking to you. That wasn't a public conversation. Go ahead. Go ahead. Second, we had to do an interview with him because he was running for, uh, there was a, basically when they was doing all that voting with Eric Adams and all of the, like, th there was a whole turnover in all of the government, like, a year or two ago. And he was running for, I want to say, Brooklyn Borough President or something like that. And I had to help conduct interviews because I, the the person I was working for was like was like a pillar in Brooklyn, so she was interviewing all of the major candidates. The second that dude popped on the screen, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Who is this? And where they find him?" He's like, "My name where? is my name is my name is Bishop Lamar Whitehead, and I'm pastor of." And I was like, "Uh, -uh. there is sin in the camp. Whose pastor <laughs> is this?" <laughs> Yo. And how is Cat a bishop? Like, who is under him? He has where, 11 where members. There's at? another angle of that church. He has, there are 11 people in service. Maybe it's definitely 11. It's definitely 11. <laughs> he ain't even got a whole disciple team. He got 11. That's a fact. And I was just like, yes, 
I know Tasha. I know about the tea on his campaign because I, I I was behind the scenes looking for all having having to do all the research, and I was legit hitting on my client like, "Are you sure you wanna put this boy?" Just the horse we want to back. Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> um, <laughs> because it was like, who is he? I generally judge like you can tell. In, at least for me, I look at the way a man's wife interacts with him in public spaces to kind of gauge the character of that man. And I, their their interaction was so contrived, so practiced, so mm. I was like, these niggas don't even get along. Wow. And I, are we really endorsing him, friend? Like, I was just like, are we doing this? Are we doing this now? So. When I saw the first game, I was like, oh, no, this is on brand. I know him. Because if I don't know nothing else, <laughs> I know when they're not GGA from Brooklyn. Are we really endorsing him? <laughs> I know a nigga from Brooklyn. Oh. So I'm not surprised by any Man. of this. He's got, I'm, which is why the whole robbery thing, I didn't think that was like random. That was retaliation because he... He talked loud and he talked loud and big and they catch the repercussions later. His that mouth, that mouth. Hey yo, they're saying this this might be some kind of retaliation type stuff too. Like the young lady the chick was, was like holding up on somebody, probably his wife. I don't know. She was running up on the first some kind of journalist week. or something like that. It was it was all kinds of stuff. It's just nonsense. Brina, what you got to say about your boy? Yo, My who? I don't know that man. Um, Sorry. Nah, it's just, I just think it's very telling. Like, he continues to have all this, like, drama and just ridiculousness going on in his church. Like, we don't hear about him for anything else but foolishness. So, you know, that train is never going to be late. So, I guess I just wait for the mm. next one. And then who, like, it's the same recording angle as the other joint. Like, so how come the church admin or AV team keeps leaking stuff? Like, what AV team? It's probably an I'm iPhone sorry. on a tripod. <laughs> it is like, like an iPhone. Team. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, 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 uh, Charles, set up your camera. Set up your iPhone. Right. Oh man, Ch mm -mm. Charles is getting paid by TMZ. Charles, Charles, <laughs> I'm like, for real, like, how does stuff keep getting out? We get the tapes man. out here. In the streets, My boy. thing is, why you ain't got no security? You got robbed already once. Why don't you have security to keep? Because people keep running up on you. That's why you got to. That's why, you now you grabbing chains by the neck and the head. Where's your security team? Maybe <laughs> sell a couple security? chains and then hire some security. What's happening here? You definitely should find the chain. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't rock with this dude by no means. I just, I can't do it. I can't do it. Goss, what you got to say about your boy? First of all, I like his suit. His suit was fly. I like that <laughs> jump. That's a fact. First <laughs> things first. First things first, okay. he was killing the fashion. Yeah, I mean. Secondly, I definitely <laughs> want to see him fight Larry Larry Reed live for a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? I would pay. I would yeah. definitely watch him play. I feel I would like Larry Reed would like, knock him out, if you ask me. You know what I'm saying? I think that's going to be <laughs> ill. Um, and then two as well. Um, yeah, nah, I do agree. He got a lot of crazy stuff with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a little centric. You feel me? And he got robbed. Then he starts. Then he wanted to fight Larry Reed. And then this happened. And 
at first it did look like you know what I'm saying that he, that he was choking the chick, but he wasn't choking her for real. He kind of just you know what I'm saying had to get control and move her out the way because like he said he felt threatened. You know what I'm saying? And he don't know what's gonna happen. Her neck, huh? He he scratched her or something. He put a gash in her neck. She got a little okay. It happens. A little cut. Nah, that happened. That happened. If I walk up <laughs> to, if I'm walking towards the thing and you put your hand, yo, we're we're scrapping. You're not gonna put choke me in church. That's I mean, you came doing. after him though. You came up in his face. I I didn't. I wasn't coming for him. She was not coming for him. She went off to the, if she was coming for him, she'd have charged at the pulpit. She's the coming sheep, for whoever. She the got shepherd, beef with off the side. The shepherd has to protect his sheep. All right. Well, like, he should like probably he should said. probably get him back some of their money if he's trying to protect them for real, for real. Like the man said, he doesn't know what she's about to do. You know what I'm saying? They come in fresh off a robbery. He don't know that girl got a gun, got a machete. You know what I'm saying? He don't know what's going on. He's trying to protect the sheep. So he's like, hey, I'm protecting my sheep the best way I know how. Let me yoke this girl up real quick. Moving to the side. Now, mind you, I'm not for yoking <clears throat> girls up. I'm not for touching girls in that way. No way. But I'm saying he was doing what he thought he needed to do in order to protect, apparently, allegedly, his wife and his kids. Now, you, you know. You mean the wife he left at home while he was out in Atlanta with Mayweather at party? That way? I don't know. I don't know about all that. All right? I don't know about all that. I'm just telling you from the tape, from what we saw. Hold, you know, hold on. I'm trying to find out. Hold on. Is that really is that is that considered damning, Kira? I believe if you out of the party with Mayweather, he's going out minute. too sometimes. With Mayweather, huh? I'm just saying there's certain dudes. If I'm married, there's certain dudes. I, hey, babes, you can't hang out with that dude because what's that wrong with Mayweather? Problematic. What Mayweather be doing? I mean, he's he's a little communal. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Man, what? Now. Okay. Some dudes. Okay, I, I I get it. I follow now. It's, I thought we was just turning up, but now nah, you say he's a little communal with his, with his with his life and such. Yeah, uh, so I don't I my husband hanging out with the communal nigga. Like, hey, nah, allegedly, allegedly, that. allegedly, allegedly, because black men don't cheat. Black men so, don't cheat. Um, so, <laughs> so listen. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. My thing is, if you're nervous for your safety, why don't you have security? You got robbed at gunpoint on camera. Where's your security team? He probably gonna get some now. He probably get one. He took us through his Gucci closet I, I, after now? he got robbed. He took us to he. We found that he was he was millions of dollars in debt. Like, but you you're you're thinking about the wrong thing, sir. That suit on his body alone. That's a, that's two Sundays of security on his back right there. He probably got it though. He got the bread. But my thing is, if you're concerned about the church, secure the church. But he probably will now. You know what I'm saying? You gotta now, go to the church. Yeah, but he don't even have nobody concerned gone. about him because, like, there's no, there's no armor bears or nothing. Yeah, nobody. but like, quote: If you get robbed, you're not gonna walk you around with security. security. But I'm saying you're not gonna walk around with security if you get robbed personally out in Suffolk. You're not gonna hire somebody to walk around with you. So it's typically. I'm going to live in Suffolk, but anyway, for another um, uh, Suffolk, Chesapeake, Hampton Roads, Virginia is not New York. With that being so, said, you're not going to hire somebody just to get robbed once. People security. get robbed every day, B. It happens. If my if I get robbed in my church building in at gunpoint and there are other people's lives at stake, I'm getting security. Get security. It's not just me they robbing. Maybe, maybe not. 
the, the, the motherboard is in the back. The ushers is over here. My wife is on the side. I got to protect all Kids, these people. Kids, youth ministry, yep. everybody in danger. You get nah, secure. there was 10 people in that church. They weren't in danger. <laughs> <laughs> they won't know usher board. They won't know kids ministry. Everybody we saw was in that church. protecting 10 people. Nah, they good. People. They good. And that's what he did when he walked up on Shorty and yoked her to the side. She can't be coming up here just trying to walk up to the pool pit. Girls, I, can't, just trying to I can't take you seriously because you drag girls by their sideburns. So I don't even know if you're the right person to have this conversation with. I mean, I didn't drag them. I like, you know what I'm saying? Held them in place. Because <laughs> I, I got to make sure that I can kiss you in the mouth properly. You know what I'm saying? I definitely saw gripping. I saw your fingers curl over. I don't I don't know. Let's review the tape. <laughs> That's a that's a good that's a good point, Charles. Everybody from Dem everybody in Denby is from New York. Um, but yeah, yeah. So anyway, this dude, like I said, I wish there was somebody could, that could sit him down, but he ain't probably a part of no denomination or nothing like that. So and he ain't free, to sit he, down. Yeah, he a free agent out here, just uh, tarnishing everything. So, uh, yeah, he, he need to he need to go ahead and sit down somewhere. So. That's your boy and, and his shenanigans. <laughs> um, but uh, going on to the next topic here. Uh, yo. So apparently, I guess there's some challenge where Katz is taking NyQuil and marinating chicken with the NyQuil and then cooking the chicken and serving the chicken. Mm-hmm. And I... I, we got a video on this. <clears throat> oh, do. I've done this in the past, and usually I use about you know four thirds of the bottle. <laughs> and uh, if it's your first time doing this, you can get away with using about a fifth. Season that knuckle in there just at the right temperature. You're gonna want to let it sit there and sizzle for about you know five to thirty minutes. Make sure for? you're constantly flipping over the chicken. You don't want to give one side more attention than the other. Oh, this? sometimes the steam what really makes you sleepy. With a flat iron, y'all. With a flat iron? What 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 a flat I gotta know, is this real? Like, you know what I mean? Like, cause cause Goss got a good point. He didn't eat it. He didn't show anybody eating this. Is this just straight some straight up nonsense clout type stuff? Of course. If they didn't eat it, it's not real. Yeah, but it's enough for enough idiots to go out there and try to duplicate this whole process because the FDA is warning people not FDA to. FDA is on it. To marinate chicken in NyQuil. Hey. People are really trying to. I bet this. you they, they never thought they'd have to issue that statement. <laughs> <laughs> they never thought. If the FDA well, has to issue mm-mm. a warning, people are doing it. But, it's like, what's the point of it? Just to be funny? Like, well, apparently he was saying that his wife was sick. So oh. This is something that he does for his wife. Gotcha. Or whatever. Or whatever. Then it became a challenge, I guess, on TikTok. A NyQuil chicken challenge. Okay. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, black people was sipping on some scissor, and now oh, white people was NyQuil challenging. So That's a fact. That's scissor. Is this what happened? <laughs> yeah. Right. 
goodness gracious. My thing is, first he said four thirds of the bottle. Then he flipped the chicken with a flat iron. <clears throat> and then he poured the part that nauseated me was he poured it, he poured the nitro back in the bottle. Like I'm burning this whole house down. What? Ew. <laughs> Don't nobody want chicken flavor NyQuil? What is happening? <laughs> NyQuil I'm gonna, bag is nasty. I'm going to admit something real quick. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to admit I'm something scared. real quick. I apologize. Charles said R.I.P. Pimp C. <laughs> I had to do a quick Google. I was like, Pimp C, dog? I'm done. <laughs> Quote. Yo, get out of here, yo. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, bro. Yo, Yo, you canceled, yo. You canceled. I did not realize that Pimp C was no longer with us. Man, he been dead. Yo, if you don't get in the Stacey Dash, if you don't get out of here, (laughs) thank you. You don't get up out of here, bro. You are what the hell, man? We're going to have on an R.I.P. airbrush t-shirt. He said, what is this Stacey Dash? Oh, my God. Oh gosh! You worse, bro. I'm about to put I you on Facebook. I'm about Pimpsy. to put you on Facebook. That's frightening. I didn't realize Brandon, that Pimp C was feet. no longer Charles with us. I'm about to put oh, you on Facebook right now. No, you got to put me on Facebook. I'm gonna put an Instagram join up in about the next two hours. Don't matter. I'm putting you up right Pimpsy now. Be like, I didn't Don't matter. Pimp C is there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna milk it like Stacy for real. Yes. Do it. Do it. That would. That should be your meme of the week next week too. Woo. It should be. <laughs> Man, Pimpsy I don't know what to say. <laughs> like, Rest in peace, Pepsi. Man, he definitely yeah. been going for a while. I, I mean, okay, quote. It's been fifteen you... years. <laughs> fifteen years. Pepsi died in 07. Quote: wow. You should have never admitted that. Like we're about to fry you the rest oh, of your life. Wow. <laughs> okay. Hey, I tell you, I, tell, I did not know. Definitely a state of All right, like sipping on some scissor. So, um. So, like yeah. you know, Kobe died, right? Like you know, <laughs> you gotta catch me, right? Kobe died. Hold yeah. on. So you did DMX. DMX. Are you sure? I'm, yeah. I need to verify that. I'm, I'm gonna hit up Stacy and uh, verify that. DMX. You know that Jesus died too, right? <laughs> for, for, for all of your sins, and then he rose on the third day. Amen. All right, you know that. You know Amen. that. That's good. And you should put all your beliefs and trust in him, except him. Okay. All right, so um, <laughs> <laughs> not the dancery. <laughs> oh my God! He said he's been dead since marriage. Hey, up in this dancery. Uh, Charles said Aretha gone. Aretha gone, y'all. Yeah, Aretha gone. Oh um, my gosh, <laughs> yo, it's okay. Quote, you're still, you're still, Listen, you're still I'm pretty. Like, Pimp C still is gone. It's okay. Dang. No, I, I, I knew, <laughs> I do remember Pimp C being gone now. But, Charles said, "What's he talking about, Douglas?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be good tonight, baby. Listen, <laughs> listen. Oh man, oh, yes, I did. I did. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Y'all, listen. Every time something like this up happens with these stupid challenges, or somebody does something stupid like this, there's always some. And I'm not no shade, but Gen Z be like, "Oh, I'm gonna do it," and then they start. That's why we had the issue of warning about people drinking bleach because of Trump. I mean, yeah, that's a fact. <clears throat> common sense ain't common at all. It's not. Yeah, I, I, yeah. 
I now I remember a Jay Z interview where they were talking about Pimsy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I do you remember now that Pimsy. We were trying to <laughs> we trying to segue you out of here. All right? No, we're no, no. Out of I'm gonna take this one. Full, full, full on Stacey Dash. I'm bleaching my skin and everything. I'm. I'm, I'm you gotta cry. Shit. You gotta cry. I cried. We not it, was just, it was just tears. Just, of, just now. It, tears just, of, it hurt. It was tears of laughter, but I tried. I definitely cried. Um. So listen. So. Um, <laughs> so. The internet. The internet is a dangerous place, guys. It is. It's a dangerous <laughs> place. Where cats are encouraging people to put NyQuil on chicken. And then the FDA got to be out here releasing statements about this. Any last thoughts about this or the fact that Pimpsey is dead? I think people should. I think I think anybody under the age of 20 should have to fill out a psychological profile before they give an access to TikTok. <laughs> I agree with that, low key. Why mm -hmm. would you think? First of all, if you have NyQuil in your system and you're driving, chances are you're going to get a citation. They tell you don't operate heavy machinery when you drink NyQuil. They tell you don't do nothing when you drink NyQuil. That's a fact. So to, so to see someone bathe NyQuil in chicken, cook the NyQuil. In, first of all, that chicken probably tastes like poop on a stick. Who would eat like? It's not. This isn't the only seasoning is NyQuil. It's horrible. And then. And then people gonna eat it. I want to see if he actually ate it. Did he actually feed this to somebody, or is he I don't just think doing he it? Did. I think he just did it because it sounded cool. It looked cool. Yeah, I think this was. Like yeah, but the fumes cool. from that too. Yeah, the fumes sound like it'd be crazy. Well, hold on. Uh -uh. Why was he? Why did we have the flat iron? I what? think he was being funny. Yeah, they are literally selling the funny. itis. I know, and it ain't. It's always white people gentrifying our stuff. <laughs> 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 no, no. That's funny. Yo. Anyway, yo, y'all make sure to like and subscribe. It's the Tastemaker's Pod. I got to get back into the swing of things. I feel like I'm I'm just off somewhere. I think you're um, exhausted, personally. But. I'm not exhausted. I don't know that I'm exhausted, but I am, like, totally out of it. My mind's fit. I got things. Everything's a little different in my schedule this week. Like, because I was off so many days last week, I had to work a half, I'm only off Wednesday and Thursday. I had to work a half day this morning to make up for it. I've got to work a half day tomorrow. So I really don't have a real off day again until Sunday. Uh, but um, but yeah, so I'm not tired. It's just my schedule is so all over the place right now, which is kind of unfortunate. So you work your regular schedule plus two additional half days. Yeah. You're tired, cook. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm probably he refused to believe he's tired. <laughs> it's okay to say I, I'm sleepy. It's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tired. I'm yeah, tired. Wait. And my bang uh, didn't do it. I think it's because it wasn't the carbonated joint. This is the hey, joint that uh, this rock Trish going got on. Me. That's how I know you sleepy because you rocking. Well, the rock is actually due to something else that I will disappear from camera with oh, in the next five minutes <laughs> after we introduce the next topic, okay. which is your man, Brett Favre. Brina, talk Bad to us about Brett. Brett. Brett Favre is under fire for his use of government funds to build <laughs> a volleyball stadium for his daughter. I'm just going to go to the video. <laughs>
The last thing before we go tonight, the fleecing of America. New text messages shed more light on the NFL Hall of Famer Brett Favre's role in the Mississippi welfare scandal. Our colleague Ken Delanian has more tonight. Tonight, a new twist in the growing investigation into the misuse of government welfare funds in Mississippi, showing NFL Hall of Famer Brett Favre and the state's former governor might have been more deeply involved than first known. Text messages included in newly released court documents show Favre asked then-Governor Phil Bryant for help securing state money for a college volleyball facility where Favre's daughter played the sport, and Bryant sent him to the state welfare agency. Favre soon began texting with a nonprofit executive named Nancy New, who was doling out millions in federal funds sent to Mississippi for families in poverty. New has since pleaded guilty to fraud and is cooperating with prosecutors. After New was able to secure $4 million in welfare funds for the volleyball project, Favre texted, very big deal and can't thank you enough. Two years later, Favre asked for more money. Just left Brett Favre, Bryant texted New in 2019. Can we help him with his project? Text messages show New proposed paying Favre $1.1 million for radio ads. But the texts show Favre was worried about how it might look. He wrote, if you were to pay me, is there any way the media can find out where it came from and how much? New replied no, but added, I understand you being uneasy about that. It's all part of a broader welfare spending scandal that has led to an FBI investigation, though there is no indication Favre is under law enforcement scrutiny. He paid back the $1.1 million. Brad Pigott was hired by the state welfare agency to claw back $77 million that was misspent. But when Pigott demanded answers on the volleyball building, he was fired. The state agency says they weren't on the same page. We asked him tonight about the new text. Mr. Favre all but badgered the governor of Mississippi to get this public money to his uh, the purpose of uh, building a volleyball facility. We reached out tonight to Brett Favre's attorney, who told us Favre behaved honorably <clears throat> and never knew the state grants came from federal welfare money. A lawyer for former Governor Phil Bryant declined to comment on the texts and criticized their release. The story's not over, and we'll keep asking questions. Thank you to my colleague, Ken Delaney. The story's not over. <laughs> This said, we, we want to know where that money went. We're going to keep it. No, she looks so Yo. Brett Favre looks like he eats pork and beans out of the can. Oh, God. Why does he look so gross? He does. That's true. Mm-hmm. Man, they got to give Brett Favre the electric chair, bro. And what they did to Michael Vick? Yeah. They got to give him the They got to give Favre the electric chair, son. He got to be out of here. Yo, get him out of here right now. You stealing from the poor because you want to build a volleyball facility for your daughter? First of all, I seen your daughter play. She's not that good. I was about to say, your daughter probably trash. Like. Not even good. <laughs> I could, You could definitely put that in the backyard and do a little, you know what I'm saying, little, make a little makeshift joint in the backyard. You don't need to build her a whole entire facility. This ain't no shade to her daughter. I'm, well, it is shade, but I'm just saying that she's not good. I seen her play, but it's like respectfully. You know what I'm saying? So... I'm just saying, like, bro, they got to do something about this. It feel like they're going to sweep it under the rug, and they can't do that. Favre has to pay the piper, all right? He's got to go to the state penitentiary. He's got to pay this stuff. He's got to pay it back. He's got to do the time. I want Brett Favre in the jail. You understand me? Quote, we can't hear you. Quote. So he did pay the money back, though, right? Nah. No. He only paid that one portion of it back, not the other part. Oh, okay. 
Okay. Let this been Deshaun Watson. <clears throat> he would have been out of here. Let this have been, yeah, yeah. Listen. You um, stole from the poorest group of people in the poorest state in the country to build a stadium for your dealer's daughter who doesn't even play volleyball. <laughs> That's a fact. Is that what you're telling me? That's a fact. It's exactly what happened. happened. 100. Listen. Charles, so, you got to get out of here. Charles, look. So, Charles stealing from the poorest from the poorest state. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah you gotta that's be a different crazy. Kind of crazy. You do, you do. So, so Nancy is the plug, right? <clears throat> Yo, ask Nancy, Nancy to be some bread for domination. Nancy is over the welfare money in the state of Mississippi. She got all the millions, <laughs> and she like, should we give it to the people that need it? No, not at all. No, we wouldn't do that. Let's. Let's let's give it to these celebrities and to the governor and whatever else we need to do. That's just crazy. Let's get the money totally to pork and bean eating farms. Let's do that, man. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, this this just bonkers. It's crazy that that this would come out like this. It's not really that surprising for me though. Like, I feel like this has been happening. Like, this is this can't be the only state that this happens in. I mean, have we heard anything else? We ain't heard nothing else, but you ain't gonna tell me it's the only state that happened here. Probably not. N- no. Nancy ain't the only one out here misappropriating these funds. Oh nah, nah, nah. <laughs> they win Richmond every single day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lamar is out here I'm going saying. crazy. Lavar Stoney? What? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We're just gonna take right here. We're gonna push this over into this area. Yo, it's a dangerous thing to be to have access to that kind of money. <laughs> And like <laughs> it was the like, governor. I, I think Pat's giving us these these tens and thousand dollars for domination, and we doing mad other stuff with the bread. <laughs> what you were saying, Akira? I was saying, was it the governor that gave him that money? So no, so the governor introduced him to the plug. He's like, look, oh, you need this? Listen, go talk to my girl Nancy in the welfare area. She gonna take care of you. 100%. So, you know, she done already took care of the governor in some way or another. So, you know? wait. So, did this governor do anything when Jackson had their water crisis? Or is that still going on? Or what happened? As I understand, if this is the same governor... He told the people, wait with their eyes closed. <laughs> he said something <laughs> like... <laughs> he, made a, he made a joke like, well, at least we aren't in Jackson. You know what I mean? Like, like, like this... Like this is your these are your constituents. It's not a this good is look. Your, That's what is crazy. going on here? It's not a good look. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if it's the same dude or the dude that came <clears throat> after him that said that. But yeah. Nah, Nancy was the plug. And they just no, I... redirecting funds. My, my thing is so pores. okay, so they're redirecting funds. So how many people got turned down for benefits? How many kids right. did not get formula? How many people went hungry right. and homeless? Yeah. Then what did you do with those right. homeless people once they went hungry and homeless? Meanwhile, mm. Pork and Bean Favre is building a stadium for this girl, for this daughter. Yo, I don't even understand. Like, y'all, they, they different. <clears throat> Life over there. That's crazy. It's a fact. Brina, what you got to say about your boy Brett Favre? Everybody is your boy to this show, by the way. <laughs> no, not Brett Favre. <laughs> no, <clears throat> not at all. Um, Oh man. It's just raggedy. It's just a completely raggedy situation. I, there's there's no other way to put that. Like no. Mm-mm. 
Goodness gracious. It's crazy. And then what, my th- what do you think is going to happen when these people find out who your daughter is, when these people find out where her school is, oh, man. when these people find out where your family is? What you think going to happen, Pork and Beans? That's right. his name, by the way. What you, gonna th- what you think going to happen now, Pork and Beans? It's a wrap. Favre is out of here. Yeah. They're going to they're going to harass your child. <laughs> Said Favre, you silly. <laughs> like yo, yeah. We gasoline draws, Tasha. Yeah, it's it's um his reputation though, though isn't the greatest anyway though. I don't think. Well, I don't know nothing about him after that. He just looked he looked dirty. He looked like he was on the island with Wilson. He looked like he ain't. He definitely wears he definitely yeah. wears Wrangler jeans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, have, and we we haven't has, has Wrangler pulled their endorsement yet? Is, do they still do they still rock with him? It's been a while probably. since I've seen a Brett Favre Wrangler commercial. They probably mm-hmm. do. America, <laughs> <laughs> where you can steal millions of dollars to build a stadium and still be our prom club. That's the good old boys. Welcome to M.I. Cricket letter, cricket letter, cricket letter. <laughs> hump back, hump back. Like, yo, these niggas are wild. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I mean, that's, but, but I mean, honestly, yo, how many people were denied benefits? Yo, like. Because it is millions of my dollars. My thing is, are they going to pay it back? Somebody said they think I was looking at something. They said they think he's going to be he's going to beat this case because they're taking him to court now. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll beat mm. the case. He'll oh, I need David Banner to give a full commentary. Ooh, I wanted. I need David Banner to give a full commentary. Yeah, I need David Banner, yeah. Killer Mike, all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need sister. Soldier I wouldn't be surprised out. at all if he beat it. Yeah, Angela wouldn't Pratt. be surprised. I need all the superheroes. So, again, uh, still kind of getting back into the groove of things. But, of course, you got to like right here. To the Tastemakers Pod, please make sure to like and subscribe. Do all the things. Share. Tell a neighbor. Tell a friend what it is um, here at the Tastemakers Pod. Yeah, yeah. And, Goss, yes, I did listen to you last week saying that I'd be trying to manipulate the people by getting them to like and subscribe. What? I heard you say that. That's what you said. Yo, God, you said I've been manipulating Then you <laughs> compared it to when the rappers be on stage and they be like, if you love Satan, say nothing. Oh, I definitely said that for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. You no, actually, that. Charlie said no. that, but I vehemently agreed. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. Charles did that, I think. <laughs> but yeah, y'all just totally, yeah, totally. Yeah, no. Listen. Every YouTuber, saying, you gotta let them like because they wanna. If people like something, they're gonna like it. You don't gotta force them to like it. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not if a people matter. are enjoying it, it's called a call to action, sir. All it's nah, called, it's called simple marketing. Simple marketing. Nah, yo. Simple marketing. Nah, yeah. It's marketing. Listen. No, it's marketing. No, Joe but for real, it's marketing. <laughs> this is no, but this is what every YouTuber. No, I don't like in real life. Button. I've Joe never heard Joe Button ask people to like and subscribe his podcast. Joe Button doesn't. Okay. Is even Joe know Button's the only podcast YouTube you is. listen to? Only only YouTuber <laughs> you listen to is Joe Buttons. No, one of them, yeah. But I'm saying I don't. I don't, I don't listen to too many. I'm just saying okay. I'm not the person. Matter of fact, I do remember this conversation now. I'm not the person that's going to force you to do something. If you're going to do it, you're going to do it. If you're not, you're not. That's not real life, Goss. It's called a call to action. Why? Because guess what people do. 
People will be laughing. And I do this all the time. I'll be laughing and enjoying something and be like, oh, this is so good. This is hilarious. And will not like. <clears throat> Listen, yeah. Not because I don't want to like. It's because I ain't thinking about liking. And Listen. then when they say, hey, y'all make sure to like, I'm like, you know what? I should like this. This is good. Corey, you're a minister. You do call to actions every Sunday when you ask people to join the church or ask people to come to Christ. That's a call don't to action. Don't preach every Sunday. Don't preach every Sunday. When you do. <laughs> no, because he even made a statement about that. He said, I love Jesus, so when I convert, I'm running to the altar. He said something like that. Yeah. But I'm just everybody not... don't know what to do just because they feel the Holy Spirit tugging on their heart. They don't know, oh, so this means I should now go to the altar. No, okay. that's not what everybody don't know what to do. Just not a fan of it. Okay, but you, just so you I know can't really trust you though, Corey. I just want I, I'm gonna tell you why I can't trust you, Corey. One, you grab girls by their sideburns. Two, you listen to Joe Button. Three, Joe Button is a very good person. To listen three, to. Three, I happened to be scrolling on Instagram this week and saw you ministering on stage in Hoochie Daddy shorts. I can't trust anything you say. <laughs> Mm. Does your pastor oh, know you had the ministerial yams out in front of people talking about Jesus? I can't trust anything you said. I did have the yams out. That's a fact. It felt good, too. <laughs> it felt real good. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm saying nothing about And then to the whole interview, in said Hoochie Daddy shorts, I was like, why does the man of God have side meat out on television? What is happening? <laughs> Where is your leadership? First who, of all, who sent you to side meat? The blood of the Lord Jesus. I've seen girls wear worse in church. I'm just gonna say that first of all, and then second of all, we were at the beach. Okay, I could have been wearing a wife beater in them joints. Like we're at the beach. What you expect? We're we going to wear jeans. What do you want me to wear, Kier? I want you to wear shorts that meet your knees, so that when you sit down, thigh meat's not touching the chair. So I ain't wore shorts that go past my knees since I was 25. Because you're a hoochie, gosh. That's I'm not, a hoochie. <laughs> I'm not a hoochie. They want me to be one. They trying to get me to be one. But I'm you not. Are, you are the hoochie pastor. You are. I'm not it's the hoochie okay. pastor. I know some hoochie pastors. I mean, you on your way, sir. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Shouts out to DJ Jesus Beats in the, in the chat. Network Thug in the chat as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, definitely. I mean, you know, he was he was on the beach. The beach is different, Kira. The beach is different. I was on the beach. There's the beach sin in the camp. There is sin in the camp. <laughs> <laughs> ah, listen, listen, listen. Let's go ahead. Speaking of sin in the camp, uh, uh, let's go ahead and get into this last topic here. <sighs> Goss. Yes. <laughs> what is Juanita Bidem doing in 2022? Listen, Janita is out here going crazy. <laughs> All right. He is out here wilding out. Like, we know that in the last days, <laughs> people are going to be doing some wild stuff. Oh, God. But, like, I just don't understand the people that are falling for this kind of stuff. Like, it's like it's blatant. Like, <laughs> like this is worse than Peter Popoff selling that miracle water. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's up there with that. Is you is feel me? Yes. Yeah. It's up if not worse, it's definitely up there with it. All right? Oh, wow. You feel me? So, yo, so if y'all ain't heard, she's out here selling, uh, what is this, a prayer class? A prayer institute? <laughs> yeah, For $1,000. 1, 
it's $500 to learn how to pray. Or you can right? pay in four installments. And you can, you can pay in four, yeah. <laughs> four installments for a four-week intensive. Now, listen, if any of y'all are out there and y'all pay for this, y'all are just stupid. All right? Y'all are stupid. I'm call- Yes, I'm calling you stupid. Because nobody should have to pay to learn how to pray. All right? I'm like, like, what do you get after you graduate? Like, you get a degree in prayer? So, so there is a, a, a certificate, I believe. By who? Who cares that Janita taught me how to pray? You know what I'm saying? Like, bro. Stop calling her Janita. Nah, that's her name, Janita. Listen, listen, listen. Janita, okay? I don't well, you know listen. well people are signing up for that joint. Now, you listen, this is the same lady. Uh-huh. uh-huh. This the same lady who said she saw Jesus. Okay, she said she literally saw Jesus. Did Juanita to say that? Yes, okay. I remember. Now the Bible clear. Right since time Bishop Weeks broke up, I'm just saying. Uh-oh. That's a fact. I don't know <laughs> yeah. what Bishop Weeks did to her, bro. He messed her up, yo. I don't know what she heard, what she saw, but fam. And I mean, we she you know she had some sketchy situations out here in the seven five seven. You know what I'm saying? Some requests that she wanted when she was here, I and how she somebody up. You know what I mean? And some things went down that ain't necessarily go down the way she said it went down. You feel me? So she's always been sketchy, bro. Ever since I don't know since she left weeks. Well, I don't know what's going on with her. But if y'all paying for if y'all paying for this, y'all y'all deserve to get scammed. So I don't know what y'all doing out here, but nobody should ever sign up for this class, okay? This is like the epitome of like, <laughs> like selling the gospel. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is just sad, yo. It's sad that we've got here as a culture, as a faith. This is why people joke us. This is why people don't take it seriously. Because we're doing stupid stuff like this. And like, you got the Bishop Whiteheads. You got, you know what I'm saying? These crazy pastors out here. And people are just following them. Like, it's crazy. Like, yo, like, control is a real thing. So, I don't know what the girl Janita's doing, but nobody please sign up for that class. My question is, if you pay in four installments and you miss us an installment, does somebody, like, yank you up off the altar in the middle of prayer? Like, what happens? <laughs> they might. They might yank you off the altar. So, will somebody come snatch like, your oil? Yo, Bishop Whitehead. Listen, listen, um, GJ, uh, DJ Jesus beat said, um, you can't knock a hustler. We still got black women paying a thousand dollars to take a photo with Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, but at least Chris different. gonna act like your man. That is Juan, different. That's Chris Brown. Like that's at a, least Chris gonna act like your man. He gonna hug on you like you. Juanita's going to completely ignore you. You're not even gonna be able to talk to her face to face. She's gonna turn her back to you while you talk to her. Man, <laughs> you selling Jesus? Y'all gotta get out of here, bro. This is why. I mean, G- DJ Jesus be said when she come to South Carolina, she requested Nuck if you buckets her open away. Is that true? <laughs> uh, probably not. It's probably a honk for Jesus reference. I don't think that's actually true. true. That junk crazy, I don't bro. Think. This is wild. Oh, man. Crazy. She's, she's been wild since when I, I I remember back when she celebrated her 50th birthday and she called herself she changed her name to Juanita Bynum the first. And she what? came outside. <laughs> Yo, I'm not even kidding. She she came out, she came out in her wedding gown that she had got married to Bishop Weeks in. Her hair was like she it was like a line, and she had a sword in her hand. And I was like, 
So <laughs> I you can find the clip because it was just, she on her 50th birthday. She called oh herself my somebody gosh. to buy <clears throat> first. She was like, because this is this is somebody you've never seen before. And she came out with a mic, assorted a wedding gown. I was like, oh, sis is gone. Like, what did what did the bishop do to you, sis? Because you is gone. <laughs> she ain't been right, sis. I was like, <clears throat> I remember making fun, being like, one why need to buy them the first, like. Like a king? I, I'm confusion. What's happening right now? Yeah, like the king? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's chill, son. <laughs> this is wild. <sighs> a $1,500. So, uh -uh. of course, we all could look at this. For one, it's Juanita Bynum, and that's that's that. I mean, in my opinion, Juanita ain't been right since, you know, no more sheets. Um, like that was that was that was her contribution. You know what I mean? Like that was yeah. Like that, that was her contribution. That that was that was it. You know what I mean? That that was it right there. That was Juanita's contribution to me was no more sheets. But outside of it being Juanita, of course the price tag is bonkers. I saw so I saw four weeks right, and when I really thought about it, I was like four weeks. Dang, four weeks of training of sorts. And I love like fifteen hundred, and I just think of conferences and stuff like that. And I'm like, for four weeks, like I kind of can see that for four weeks. Then I look four at the fine joint, and it was <laughs> like, um, it was like, um, it was like every, it was, it was like every Thursday. So it wasn't really four weeks. It was like four days in four it, weeks. It's only seven sessions. It's two hour sessions. Two hour seven, mm -hmm. uh, seven two hour sessions. So really, like fourteen hours. It's a Q and A. What is what's up here? A Q and A at the end of each intensive. A prayer institute tote bag. A prayer institute binder. Exclusive prayer institute journal. The prayer institute certificate. Yeah. Mantling of a full prayer shawl by Dr. Juanita Bynum, the first. And sacred anointing oil. All for the low, low price of $1,499.99. No. Original price was $1,999.99. That doesn't include airfare or your lodging. <clears throat> All right. So, so okay. So, I've got questions. I, I mean, I kind of get y'all's vibe. And, of course, this will give us a chance to talk about this. So, would y'all have an issue with this if this was a hundred dollar two-day prayer conference yes <laughs> so i would regardless says, god says yes <clears throat> why are we paying for a prayer conference if the only what are we what could you possibly say in prayer that i couldn't say in prayer what could you say in what what are, are, do you know something different did jesus leave a different set of instructions from you that i can't find in matthew i'm confused what are you teaching me whether it is $100 or $100,000, why are we charging? If Jesus laid out the outline for prayer in the Bible, what could you possibly say that the scripture has not already said? It's a fact. Mm -hmm. So the scripture has spoken clearly on <clears throat> leadership and on many of things. Mm -hmm. But John Maxwell will, will give you a $1,000 two-day conference with the quickness, right? On prayer? On leadership. Scripture is full of leadership, is it, it is. not? And how to lead and whatever the case may it be. It is. It is. 
I mean, I follow a business development person who teaches business principles based on biblical principles, right? Like all of his business principles. <laughs> I'm sorry. Charles just said, if Sierra taught a prayer class, you know how many single women would pay for <laughs> Well. That's funny. That's so messed up. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. That would be funny. How many people was out here talking about they wanted to know Sierra's prayer? So let's let's go back. So let's That's go true. We know conferences happen all the time. Like I said, leadership, things that you can't necessarily put maybe an ROI on or whatever the case may be. Leadership conference, prayer conference, pastors conference. Uh, youth leaders conference, whatever the case may be, all these conferences be happening. Goss, your church sends you to different conferences like this. If this was a two-day, $100 conference that she was putting on, would y'all really care or have any real concern? I don't I don't know that I would partake whether it was $100 or 50 I don't I think it's more so the person doing it for me than it is the price. Yeah. That's that's what I think it is. I want to I want to be. That's what I that's what mm -hmm. I really believe the thing is. That's the fact. It's the person. It's the person. Yes. Um. Because I'm gonna let y'all know straight up. I'm gonna let y'all know because cats, cats. I mean, because I'm I'm hearing this because you know because I've been in these you know I, I see this I've heard this so I've just been watching a dialogue or whatever the case may be. So I can't speak for y'all. I've been saved for a long time. Um. Pray daily. But I kind of get, and I'm actually, I was, I, I kind of get probably every hmm, three years, I feel like I need a show enough recalibration on prayer. Like maybe my prayer has gotten a little one-sided or my prayer <clears throat> has gotten a little selfish or something of the sort. And just, you know, you just need certain reminders and some people are, you know, just, you know, certain intercessors uh, in, in the body think have, I, ha I think have a real good grasp or understanding of to the point where, yeah, I'd pay $100 for a two-day conference to hear, to be reminded of just certain things that I need to really uh, chew into concerning prayer, you know, you leadership, revival, whatever. Man. People, 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 huh? Go to a revival and get that, man. I mean, you, you you can't. I mean, you, not every revival is going to just go in heavy on prayer, right? Because listen, we we try to act like it's simple, right? It's not so simple because first and foremost, the disciples was like, "Yo, this prayer thing, uh, Jesus, how do we do this?" You know what I mean? So it is something that people want to know, right? Uh, and and, I, and I've even know I know believers that have been saved for a long time, and that will be like, um, of course, we got the seven hundred club around here in Virginia Beach, right? And so like people literally go work. And people are calling it their, their job, their nine to five is praying for people all day. And I know many of believers that'll be like, yo, I couldn't do that. Like, I don't know what I would say. I don't know whatever, whatever the case may be or whatever the case may, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. Now, of course, it sounds silly. I get it. But just in your journey, there are times where you need to learn more on prayer. Again, the disciples asked Jesus, how should we pray? But I mean, you've got different types of prayer. You've got prayer of supplication. You've got prayer of thanksgiving. You've got, inter you've got all kinds of different kinds mm -hmm. of prayer. Uh, there's a level of time management that you might need to be taught or work with with prayer. I'm just saying it's not as, as I don't think it's as blasphemous as we make it out to be for somebody to pay for teaching on prayer. Now to pay $1,500, that might be one thing. To, to, to pay Juanita, <laughs> that might be one thing. But the overall 
thought process of it, is that really <laughs> that far gone? DJ I'm, Jesus, I'm, I'm going to need you to go to sleep. <laughs> oh, Jesus is crazy. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm not even a walker. Listen, but you do know what I'm saying, I'm saying? So I'm just, you know, I don't, you know, I think the price is crazy. And of course, we all look at it crazy because it's Juanita. But the thought process of doing it isn't isn't crazy, especially if it was maybe like a two day conference, a hundred dollars. Would anybody really blink an eye? It's not a conference. It's not a it's conference. Not. But it's, it's two but, hours a day for seven weeks. You in I the mean, crib? <clears throat> it's it's a course. Like I remember yeah. when I was in the school of ministry, we had to do a ten week. We had to go through prayer training for ten weeks um, because we had to work. Like the church I was trained at, we had to go sit in a call center and take those prayer calls. So you could not get on the floor until you went through like that 10 weeks of prayer training. So that like something like that I get. But this just seems like a hustle. Like it really just seems like a hustle for fifteen hundred dollars. Like. No. Because who's signing up for these classes? Like, like, what are they like? What is your, what is your, I, people are signing up for this joint. They no. probably are. Yeah. This is just evidence that people don't fast enough. Because if you fasted, right? Like, if you if you made fasting a regular practice, then prayer wouldn't be as hard. On some serious, if if fasting was a regular yeah. part of your Christian regimen, then prayer would not be pushing a boulder up a hill for a lot of y'all. But I feel like we got the model of how to pray already. Then you just gotta plug it in to what's going on in your life. Like Absolutely. it's not even it's not even a, like we don't need a conference on learn how to pray. Like regardless, I think that's a foundational one on one type thing when you be mm-hmm. coming into the faith. So there's no reason for anybody to do a conference specifically on prayer. They're gonna tell you just like Kiara was saying earlier. They're gonna tell you same thing that Jesus told you in in scripture. Yeah, like I said, I think I disagree with that because, like I said, if you're going to do that for prayer, then you've got to do that for leadership, which means you have to do that for maybe being a pastor or learning how to lead people as a pastor or shepherd a flock. There's all these conferences for this kind of thing. Um, And like I said, so I, I I don't know that I necessarily believe that. And it's obviously a place of interest for believers to the point where even the disciples we're like, yo, this is a concern of ours. Please and Jesus never us. said, hit my cash app and I'll tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> and is there nuance in prayer like there is in leadership? Because leadership conferences are because there are nuance in leadership. I've had to teach leadership things and there's seven types of leaders or nine types of leaders, depending on who you ask. And the different types of the different the different well, I mean, it's like I said, I mean, there are different types of prayer that some people would say. Yeah, but, you know I mean? but different well, when you have these leadership you. conferences or church growth conferences or whatever kind of conference it is, you usually have people that are successful at what they've done with that. So how right. do you judge somebody being successful at prayer like that? Like that's not a, 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 a quantifiable <laughs> thing. So that's why I don't think it's the same. Because we're not like I can't just throw a conference about how to grow your church. I don't. I. I. I don't, I don't have a church. So you know what I'm saying. Even so, mm-hmm. it's like you're going to learn from people that have already done it and done it successfully, quote unquote. Everybody can successfully pray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody cannot not successfully pray. Yeah. Everybody can. Yes. Theoretically, everybody <clears throat> can lead. 
That doesn't mean that no, you might can't. need not need some chip points. I, I do. I do, do I need fifteen? Hours? I mean, unless okay, so unless the binder is like a cup, a cup, a, a, a Kobe binder, and unless the bag is like a Telfar, like I don't understand why it's fifteen hundred. Like, yeah, am I getting a Telfar prayer yeah. bag? Am I getting like, am I getting a Waterford pen? Like, I need to know why this is fifteen hundred. Yeah, I think I think we all. I mean, we all can say <laughs> it's crazy. crazy. And then the person that is doing it, you know, makes our antennas go off. I'm not going to nobody's prayer conference or prayer session or prayer whatever. Yes, I can't. I can't agree with. I, I, I would. I would go to somebody's. Who? Who would you go to? It's beneficial. Quote if it's, if it's, if it's, if it's free, well, <laughs> I don't. I don't think a price tag should stand between like a person and like information like this. Especially when it pertains to your godly life, and I, I don't think God ever intended for anything like that. You know, like this isn't tuition. Like that's just that's <laughs> just crazy. That's just crazy to me. Like fifteen hundred dollars. Like you can't just. Oh, I I, I never learned how to pray because I couldn't afford that class. Like it's just it sounds ridiculous. Because what happens to the people who can't afford it? Exactly. So now this is now this is exclusivity. Now you're creating levels of exclusivity in the body of Christ. What makes this different than a Fortune 500 company? What makes it different? I mean, what I mean, and do we get on? Uh, and I, I mean, just so so, do we get on all these Christian universities? Like, should any of this information? <clears throat> Christian universities have accredited regular courses. There's English. Mm -hmm. There's some of them are accredited, not all. But the purpose. But the purpose for attending a university is to obtain a degree. This is Juanita Bynum <laughs> teaching a four-week intensive oh, prayer course. And it's like, I don't see any fruit from her life that would make me say, okay, I need to learn how to pray like her. Well, like, she's not Smith Wigglesworth. Like Now, listen. Now, if he was so, doing so, this... So, 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 so. I'm just saying. And again, because, I mean, come on. And, and even, I, I see you network going <laughs> in the chat, but I've never, you know, this has nothing to do with Juanita, as I am not going to sit here and cape for Juanita. That's not going to happen. I'm also not going to cape for Juanita's price tag. That's not going to happen, <laughs> right? Not at all. But okay, so you guys just said Smith's Wigglesworth. Talk to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Because there is. Pay for that class? Really? He wouldn't charge, but if he did, he would have evidence to support that price. Like, okay. So let's say he did, and let's say he had evidence and all that, whatever. You, you know, very highly respected, yada, 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 well-read, uh, boom, boom, boom. Would you pay for that course? Absolutely. Question. No. I would. Okay. I still would. I would. I, I don't think he up. would charge. I don't think he would charge either, but I'm just I don't, saying. I don't think he would charge either, probably. If he did. But if he did. <laughs> he said at Liberty University, they teach you how to be racist <laughs> towards blacks with the Bible through prayer. <laughs> Who is DJ Jesus Beats? He my new best friend. Yeah, what yeah, that's, that's my, my guy. Uh, my guy Vernon in South Carolina. I'm put out his government name in South Carolina, South Carolina. <laughs> that's funny, but um, so yeah, so so my point is, you see, you change the name and. And and I was, you know, and it is something that people will do. Like I said, I I don't think anybody 
is out here trying to go out and pay fifteen hundred dollars for no prayer institute, yet alone no. from uh, you know the particular individual who's who's hosting this. But like I said, I don't think that having a prayer conference for a hundred dollars uh, registration is uh, unbiblical or just wrong or why would anybody sign up for that or do that i just i don't i don't necessarily my timeline was littered with people who were like oh look at i I ain't seen nothing but broke christians complaining about this you don't value what you don't invest in and i'm like but it's it's fifteen hundred dollars on how to pray that means y'all ain't paid attention in sunday school Y'all ain't listen to none of your pastor's sermons. You don't have a prayer life. Your discernment is off. Your belly full of collard greens and chicken. You don't fast. It's just, just say you ain't got discernment. And then we can get to the next. And then we can we can address what the real issues are. I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. I, so I, I don't do you consider, do you consider uh, discernment a spiritual gift? I, not, I don't even think it's a, it's a spiritual gift. I mean, it's something you get when you're converted. I think it's a pillar in your faith you need discernment it's like foundational it's like so you it's like, you believe that every believer has a is, measure of discernment how do you know not, what's right from wrong if you don't use discernment so you said a measure of discernment so i mean of course a measure of discernment but i mean there's different <clears throat> levels to this when it comes to discernment right and then i don't believe i mean what, what so scripturally what are we putting discernment into is this a spiritual gift is this a you know what i mean uh, that, that's 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 what my question would be because because when i guess what i'm saying is i don't believe every believer is high key on discernment i don't believe every believer cultivates discernment on the level that they might they might should i'd agree with that because if you don't pray if you don't fast if you don't read or spend time with god then you can become spiritually dull of course. And then, you know, I think that's what Kier is getting at because, you know, some people just aren't as sharp as they should be. And that's where that prayer and fasting comes in so you can stay in tune with God and pay attention. So, yeah, yeah, I see that. They're just foundational things that, like, that I feel like Christians don't engage in. I'm trying to find this book, so I want to show it. Because it's a book that I revisit every year. Even though I'm off the chain, I do love Jesus, and I do practice regular spiritual practices. I just want y'all to know that. Even though I cut up in these comments every week, I do I do do things. I do pray. I do fast. And I there just, are just, I just foundational I, things. I wonder. I know, I know a lot of men in the body. I know a lot of pastors in the body. Mm-hmm. And just discernment is something I hear more so spoken about normally actually via women per se because a woman's discernment is yada 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 boom 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 um matter of fact i I hear a lot of it even spoken via wives to husbands of of ministry leaders and stuff like that so i i guess my point is yeah i just i'd have to do some some more studies specifically on discernment and, and what that really looks like and what that is uh, per se. And I say that because, again, I, I hear mostly women talk about discernment. I don't even hear guys talk about discernment like that. I mean, <clears throat> so think so. This so, is not to say that discernment is not important by no, any means. I'm just trying to see where do we categorize it as to what and how does a believer get that? Is that something they ask Christ, uh, God for through prayer? Is that something that's worked and developed? Um, 
Oh, what what is uh, you know that per se? Are we labeling it a spiritual gift? Are we labeling it what you know what I mean? Whatever the case may be. I mean, there's a lot of Christians that don't even speak in tongues. So so like, what do we really talk? What are we saying this is, and what it means to have it or not have it? Does that mean you don't have a strong prayer life because you don't have a heightened sense of discernment? Maybe discernment's not your thing. Maybe your thing is this. You know what I mean, or that, or whatever the case may be with the, when it comes to giftings and and stuff like that. So that's just my, my question is that. No. And I think the reason why discernment is attributed to women more than it's attributed to men is because it's seen as more of an emotional thing than it is necessarily a foundational Christian thing. Cause we determine, we, we attribute like discernment to like, I feel, or I sense. And that's and those kinds of words and, and attributes are, are definitely assigned to women more than they are to men, which is why you always hear women's discernment, women's intuition, women, you know, women walk in this level of discernment, but men have discernment too. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. and it's cultivated through prayer. It's absolutely cultivated through prayer. And so my thing is, if a person's discernment is off, I'm absolutely checking your prayer life. Because it's like, mm. well, well, why didn't you hear God on that? If, he, if you talk to him regularly, why didn't you hear him on that? I hear you. I hear you. I, mean, I, I just wonder. I mean, like I said, I've got to, I mean, I've got to, because like I said, I, I know many ministry leaders. I know many of pastors and Cats just don't be on that discernment. But women I know who are ministry leaders and women I know who are pastors, wives, or whatever the case may be, they always talk about discernment, for sure, for sure. And they normally are always talking about how their husband don't have the discernment that they have. <laughs> so I wonder, you know what I mean? So I'm just saying, I, it makes me wonder where exactly it is categorized, whatever the case may be, and, and how does that, that go? And I think it's, I, I feel like it's more than just having a prayer life. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I think a prayer life definitely does sharpen your discernment for sure without a shadow of a doubt but um i don't know i don't know i just wonder i notice when my prayer life is where i want it to be um where i and i say it's different like like as a believer you pray every day well i mean i, I pray every day right but i know there's a difference of me praying every day and when i'm when i'm in like we can say there's a different right then from talking to God every day, and then there's another level of things when you're when you're locked in, and then normally you see open up keys of like you said discernment or even prophetic giftings or whatever the case may be. As uh, am I am I talking foreign or, or no? I I'm, 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 I'm trying to I'm trying to be as transparent life yeah. as somebody who's been right. you know walking in the faith for many many years, journeying with God. Every day of prayer is not like certain seasons where or for y'all y'all just always locked in y'all let me know <clears throat> i'm not always when you when i mean I, I get the lingo you're saying locked in i think for me uh prayer has to for me prayer has to feel intimate to feel real if that makes any sense so like there are there's there there are many types of prayer i do throughout the day so there's the good morning i'm checking in with you lord there's the Lord, can you please keep these people from me, Lord, because I don't want to flip no tables. And then there's the time of intimate prayer where I'm literally just, I'm there. I'm not saying anything. Nobody's bothering me. The phones are off. Everything is off. So I feel like there are different types of prayer. And I feel, I, I, I think because we're we're a busy people, we're, a, you know, we're people hyped up on productivity. We're people who want to work, 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 and don't necessarily always honor Sabbath rest. 
those times of intimate prayer are where are where discernment is like cultivated. It's birthed. It's heightened. Downloaded. It's developed. It's stirred. And we yeah. don't have a lot of those. Okay. We don't have a lot Marina, of that. Ross, I, I mean, like I said. <clears throat> I mean, it's just like the the one thing I'm thinking about, like if Peter, like what if Peter had like a a, a lazy prayer life. Um, he didn't spend any time with God. Would he have known Ananias and Sapphira were lying about their offering? Like that kind of stuff. Um, and it goes back to being spiritually dull. Like the things that, you know, God would want us to be alerted to, um, to alert us to danger or to alert us to like, even if we talk about dating in relationships and stuff if he's telling us like hey here's you know some red flags you need to watch out for this or even simple things like don't turn down that street uh don't go to the store today if you don't spend any time with god like how are you going to hear him when you need to mm -hmm. so i think it's like just simple things far beyond all of the you know glamorous prophetic stuff that people really look at it's the little things that it's like god is trying to alert us to kind of like a GPS system. But if we're not plugged in, like, how are we going to get it? And I don't think that that's, yeah, I don't think it has to be too complicated. Like, that's something for every believer. Because we need that. Like, that's what people in the Old Testament had. They followed the tabernacle. We don't have a tabernacle now, so it's like we're supposed to listen and pay attention. We are the tabernacle now. Hey. But it's like, amen, amen, amen. no, but I mean, I'm just saying they had a visual representation of when to move. Like when the cloud moved, they moved. Yeah. I was like, I'm not doing that today. But if I tell you to move or if I nudge you to move, you know, I just need you to be paying attention. And we yeah. don't spend time with God if we're not praying having conversations with him, having that relationship with him, that's where we miss it. So I can see the need, you know, for training and conversation. I just, yeah. Not at $1,500. <laughs> no. We're just talking <laughs> prayer and uh, seasons of prayers and downloads and types of prayers and whatever the case may be. And, and prayer, uh, being in tune to the point where uh, like I said, you're, you're, as the ladies would say, your discernment is heightened or whatever the case may be. What would you say to, to that? I think because my discernment is heightened and because I do have a prayer life, I know this is foolishness what she's trying to sell. <laughs> Come no straight up really, the middle, God. Say we're no longer really talking about Juanita anymore. <laughs> we're talking about prayer in general. Oh, well, Brina said something about Juanita, so I was copying <laughs> off her. But, <laughs> yes, like it's essential. What you mean? Of course. That's how we communicate. That's how we. That's how we get our answers. That's how we stay uh, uh, in communication. That's how we get the words that we need to get. You know what I'm saying? That's how the Bible jumps out at us and scriptures jump out at us like that in the Holy Spirit. So yeah, it's essential. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Definitely. And of course, we all know that prayer is essential. I guess what I'm admitting to, and I guess you guys are so locked in. I mean, I I envy y'all. Um, for real, for Don't real. I guess what I'm no. what I'm Don't what I'm that. admitting to is being one who's been Christian for a long time. Right. Pray every single day, but there are seasons for me, yeah. um, and I, I can't speak. I can only speak for me, right? There are seasons where I feel like I am way more locked in prayer wise 
to where things are unlocking more so than uh, maybe just a daily communication of prayer or whatever the case may be. There, there are seasons, you know what I mean? And some of those seasons come with a level of awareness. Sometimes there is a training or a word that has gone forth that helped to trigger those. I, I, and I guess what I'm saying, so I'm, I'm trying to have that level of transparency. Yeah, no. um, but again, y'all seem like y'all, and if y'all are, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's a wonderful thing. I have noticed that it's been seasons for me. So when those seasons do happen for me, though, that's when I turn down my plate. When I have seasons where I feel like it's just it's just rhetorical yeah. or mm. when I have seasons where I feel like it's just surface or when I have seasons where I feel like I'm just going through the motions. I don't ever want my relationship to feel like with the Lord. I'm just going through the motions. Right. Because imagine being married and your, your spouse is having sex with you out of, out of obligation. There's no passion. They're just laying there. That's essentially what it would be like to just check in with the Lord every day and have like a have like a drive by prayer and keep it pushing. I don't ever want my relationship to feel like that. Not with the Lord, certainly of not Christian if I get married. marriages that are going to the motions though, too. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, unfortunately, I, I, I never want that to be my testimony, and so I don't treat my relationship like that. When I start to feel like it's that way, I, I literally have to pause. Like I'll literally put pause on because I'm like, why does this feel so disconnected for me? I don't like that. That don't feel good to me. So I just thought I'll just be like, all right, do I need this fast? Who's in my like who let, let's let's check my text messages? Who I've been texting? Let's check my watch history. What I've been watching. Cause like, why does this feel weird and foreign to me? This shouldn't feel like this. And when it gets to that point for me, I'm like, all right, bet. We finna install this flesh. We finna turn off this computer. We finna mute these phones. Cause what I'm not going to do is have a surface relationship. I am not because because it's dangerous for me and for y'all if I don't have a real relationship with the Lord. Because as much as I pop off and, and Kiki and these, I would be horrific if I didn't have a real relationship with the Lord. So I got to for me and for y'all. Amen. Yeah. But I'm not paying fifteen hundred dollars to do that. No. Nobody should. No. Mm -mm. No. Yeah, I don't think anybody. Well, I don't think uh, any of us are saying that they would or anything like that. But um, okay. Well, that is what it is. Definitely, definitely. Like I said, I definitely would. I'll state again. Pray for some sort of a uh, training or whatever on prayer. Not, not just not because I don't know. Not because I haven't heard. Not because I haven't searched the scripture and been taught it. But just sometimes, you know, where your heart is, your treasures will be also. And sometimes I am like, yo, I could use a recalibration. I could I could use that. Not from um, Janita. <laughs> I knew you was gonna call her Janita. I felt it. I knew you was gonna call her Janita at least. You'd be in prayer. Because you'd be in prayer. So yeah, so so that's what it is. Uh definitely encouraging everybody to make sure you do have a strong prayer life. It is the essential for a believer. And even as Kira has said, when you do feel those stagnant or dead spots, fasting is always a great way to kickstart that. So that is actually very, very good as well. Um, but yeah, so that is what it is, guys. Does anybody else have anything else before we run up out of here? No. I need you to hit this comment. Cor Corey, chill out. I need you to hit up this comment section. <laughs> I mean, I I'm going to leave. So. What's up? You said this comment section. What's going on in the comments? Yeah, no, I somebody no said, call, "Somebody said, call me for fifteen dollars an hour. We'll talk it out." <laughs> talk it let out. you know what, what down. Yeah, drop your number in the joint network, Doug. I'll give you a buzz tonight. Is Cash App acceptable for you? 
DJ Jesus Reed said, I'd pay the money of Mike Tyson, Herschel Walker, Cardi B were in attendance. <laughs> Yo, I'm so sick of Herschel sh- Walker co- commercials. I'm so sick of seeing him every time I turn on the internet. We know he crazy and he tried to kill his wife. Stop telling us every time. Did Herschel really try to kill his wife? Yeah. I did not know that. He I'm put a gun surprise. Blow his her brains out. Really? Yes. This all, all every time I turn on YouTube, I gotta watch a video about it because they because they trying to keep they're trying to keep him out of the Senate. <laughs> oh wow. I'm so sick of I've gotta understand him. Jesus beats. How did Mike Tyson, Herschel Walker, and Cardi B get in the same conversation? Like what, what was it <laughs> That's about? An interesting triad. That, that is very interesting triad. Huh. We've got a rapper, we've got a boxer, we've got a football player. <laughs> that's what it is so anyway. with that being said is it officially time i guess since we technically started 30 minutes late because of the joint we've actually only really been on for about an hour and a half mm-hmm. but that is what it is beat said because i want to hear them speak um of course appreciate you guys hanging out with us here at the states makers pod um <laughs> he wants to hear them Hi. speak while while Why? praying um <laughs> So many jokes just entered into my mind. I am not going to execute any of them. Oh my Finish your gosh. closing statements. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So make sure to like and subscribe. Tell a neighbor, tell a friend. It is we are officially in our second year. I get to put season two on our audio podcast. If you did not know, you can check out the audio podcast on, of course, the Googles and the Spotify's and the Apple's and things of that nature as well. So definitely check us out if you just want to hear the audio as well. Um, but with that being said, y'all, we out of here. Uh, that's your girl, Kiera. That's Light Skin Corey. That'd be Brina. They call me, quote, we are the Tastemakers pod. We'll check you next time. Tastemakers. Classic. We do more than make a living. We make a life. When everything is dark, we are the light. We are the Tastemakers. Aight, aight. Let tomorrow tell the stories that we make tonight. We do more than make a living. We make a life. When everything is dark, we are the light. We are the tastemakers. Aight, aight. Let tomorrow tell the stories that we make tonight. For the movers and shakers. For the new tastemakers. Somaliers came out to play. Classics in the current day. For the movers and shakers. For the new tastemakers. Tastemakers.